Hello and welcome back to the EFL Extra Time podcast. I'm your host, Luke Wallace, and alongside me, as ever, are Jack Cross. Hi, Matt. And Ollie Johnson. Hello, mate. Um, League one and two this time, boys. Jack, your area of expertise. Um, and as per usual, we'll make it up as we go along in League two. Um, so let's start then. Uh, Wimbledon, uh, playing at Loftus Road for, for now. Uh, they host Plymouth. Um, I mean, they come into the back of this off two draws and a win against Charlton. Uh, for Plymouth, lost to Leighton Orient, but won in the league against Blackpool. Um, are they going to be two teams fighting off relegation come the end of the season? Yeah, I think, obviously, Plymouth, uh, newly promoted, they'll be looking, I think, to stay in the league in the first season, even though they got off to a decent start. And I think Wimbledon uh, will be the same. They'll just be trying to consolidate themselves, trying not to just battle it out at the bottom. And I think they'll both be, like you say, around the similar position down the bottom end by the end of the season. Do you expect to see any sort of like promotion bump from from Plymouth uh, to carry them up a little bit? Um, maybe. It's, it's hard to say. Um, like we keep saying, it's hard to, to say until a few games in. but. Um, I think it works well, possible if they've got the momentum from last year. Obviously, Ryan Lowe in charge has um, got had a record of a, a couple of promotions. So you never know. We've seen it happen before, so it's possible. Yeah, I rate Ryan Lowe as a manager. I think he's done uh, quite a good job uh, at the two because he's been at Berry and Plymouth. Um, Go on then, uh, predictions for this one. Wimbledon or Plymouth, who do we think is coming out on top? I feel like Plymouth might uh, nick that one just from the momentum they're on. All right, we're back, we're back in the Pilgrims in the first game on Saturday then. Uh, the next game then, Bloomfield Road. Uh, Blackpool, who come into this off the back of a defeat, face Swindon, who had an impressive victory over Rochdale last weekend. Um, Neil Critchie hasn't quite hit the ground running at Blackpool, has he? I mean... They sacked Simon Grayson for poor poor performance, but Critchie hasn't come in and improved the side at all. No, I always thought Simon Grayson was a good manager, you know, anywhere he's been. Um, like I said, it's still early days, there's still a lot of room for improvement, but I would expect Swindon to probably take that one, just for the fact that I think they, well, they had a good win last week and that's just, you know, it's good momentum to carry on if they can keep hold of it. Yeah, I asked this question about uh, Plymouth, whether there'd be a promotion bump. Do you think that's what's carrying Swindon at the minute, the the atmosphere in the dressing room and the belief they can win every game? Well, definitely. I mean, there's no reason why they can't. I think they've got Burton next week. And but I always was sceptical that they, when they didn't keep Owen Doyle or they couldn't get him to um, sign permanently, I wondered if they'd struggle for goals. But clearly they've, they're not at the minute with the three they scored the other day. So, um, yeah, I don't see why not. You know, if they can continue, eh, there's no reason why they couldn't be up towards the promotion places by the end of the season. Yeah, three three goals, three different goal scorers. Didn't quite keep the clean sheet. That went in the 93rd minute. But, yeah, definitely a very impressive start for them. Uh, so, who do we think is coming out on top in this one? Yeah, I think Swindon for me. Um, I, yeah, I think Blackpool just probably struggling a bit in the new manager but um, yeah Swindon for me I think if they can get another couple of goals they'll be looking really tasty 
Yeah, I think that little that little promotion bounce will keep them ticking along nicely. Uh, next, two sides that were very disappointing last season. Uh, Bristol Rovers had a good start and fell away, as did Ipswich. Um, they uh, meet at the Memorial Stadium. Uh, who do we see coming out on top in this one? I think you have to say Ipswich, I think, out of the two, obviously getting off to a good start last week against... Uh, Wigan, obviously Wigan have had their struggles losing a load of their players, but still after disappointing what they'd say is disappointing season last year, um, not even getting into the playoffs. I think this year they're going to be wanting to bounce back, and I think it's a good start. And I think I think they'll want to keep that going against Bristol. Uh, yeah, we said in like our review of the weekend that Ben Garner hasn't. Hasn't really, I mean, it's harsh to say, but he's not really done a good job at Bristol Rovers. I do think if they stick with him for too long, they could be staring relegation in the face. Yeah, I mean, obviously, only getting a point on the first game is not, not too bad. But yeah, like you say, if he doesn't start showing signs of progression soon, he could start slipping down the table. Yeah, go on then. Uh, who's taking three points from this one, or can you see it being a draw? Uh, I think Ipswich for me. Yeah, they've got to keep the form while they've got it. Next then to the Pirelli, uh, Burton Albion against Accrington. I mean, Accrington come off this after a very impressive win over Peterborough last week and they beat the Leeds United under-23 by seven goals to nil. Um, are Accrington a bit, of, a bit of the underdogs coming into this one? Could you see them going quite far? I mean, John Coleman is, and his assistants have just signed new deals at the club, so they're obviously looking towards the long term? Um, yeah, potentially. I mean, they're never a team you probably would expect to be a promotion team. But like you said, they had a really good win um, last week. And it's the same old story thing. Right? If they can continue it, because it's early to say where people will be. But definitely probably out chances, but strange things have happened. Yeah, we'll be... Yeah, the Premier League will soon be joking about Accrington away in the Championship uh, with, with a bit of luck. For Burton, in the last episode, we talk, talked about them losing Nigel Clough. They brought their new manager in, James Buxton, and they lost to Fleetwood last weekend, but only by two goals to one. So is there positives for them to take coming into this one? I, th- I think so, yeah. I mean, they're a team that played Championship football not too long ago. So they're probably a team that could potentially get there again. Um, even though it wasn't a terrible loss, you know, there was... Still room for improvement, but like you said, there's definitely some positive to go into this game. So I think this one might be um, a good one to watch, even though you wouldn't usually think that in an Accrington-Burton game. So um, I don't know. I think it might be quite evenly matched, mate, to be honest. Go on, then. What are our score predictions for this one? One, I'll go. I'll go two all. I think I think Burton might nick it. Maybe a one nil or something. A one 0 Interesting. Ollie's gone for four goals in his, and you've only gone for one goal in yours. So. Uh... Be interested to see who comes out on top in that one. Right then, uh, a topsy-turvy summer for Charlton, but they'll finally be able to welcome their fans back to the Valley properly this time without them storming the ground. Uh, they host Doncaster Rovers. Um, I mean, the Charlton fans have shown their passion for the club. Will that help kick the club on um, in this game? Yeah, I mean, the passion's always been there from the Charlton fans. Obviously, they've had to go through a lot over the last year. Yeah, well, last few years uh, with ownership issues, and I think I think it, this could be a decent game. To be fair, I think obviously Doncaster 
looking to get their first three points on board. I think this season they might be pushing. I don't know if they'll quite. I don't think they'll get in the playoffs, but I think they were trying to progress maybe a bit higher in the league, just like top half at least maybe. Um, and obviously Charlton are, would be hoping to bounce straight back up. So be interesting to see who comes out on top on this one. What would be seen as a successful season for Darren Moore at Doncaster then? I think, obviously, I, I presume, obviously after the other year getting into the playoffs, I think, I, don't, I think, well, obviously, success would be um, getting in the playoffs, but I think they'd take um, like a, a playoff push. I don't think they'll quite get in it, but like just top half, I think, maybe, they'd, they'd be ideal to take that. Yeah, um, if they want to reach the playoffs, I think they've got to sign some more quality while the transfer window is uh, still open. Um, go on then, score predictions for this one. How do we see this one going? Uh, I think Charlton won 2-1 in the end. Yeah, I'll go Charlton 1-0. Charlton re- uh, retained their 100% record then, uh, if our boys are right. Uh, Jack, then, on to your side at the KCON was going to be one of the EFL pilot events, but has now been cancelled. Um, Hull City versus Crew. Um, tough start for Crew. They faced Charlton last week, and now they face you guys, two teams that have come down from the Championship. Can you take advantage of that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we have to be confident then into these next few games now, playing the newly promoted teams, especially at home. I know there isn't very much of an advantage now. But we have to try and make uh, your home ground a fortress if you're going to put a promotion push on. And I think after our last couple of performances, I think the team's really starting to gel a bit more now. And seeing, if, especially after the other night, a really good performance with a, a changed team at the back. I think yeah, a lot of confidence going into this game. Um, for crew then. Um... I mean, it's, it's been a tough start to the season for them. They got that win over Bolton in the EFL Trophy, but that's the only real positive to take, isn't it, at the minute? I mean, they lost to Lincoln in the first round of the Cup. They lost to Charlton last weekend. They need to turn it around a bit quick, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I think, to be fair to them, they didn't play too badly against uh, Charlton last week, I don't think so. Obviously, you've got to watch out um, with any team you play, but... Yeah, I think obviously it's not been the easiest of starts of the, the season playing the two, uh, well, when they play as the two rele- relegated teams from last year. I think obviously that when they saw the fixtures, these were the games they'd probably be looking to get their points from to try and stay up this year. But obviously I think they'll, they'll come and battle it and yeah, be an interesting game to see how we do. Um, do you think having the fans there would have been an advantage for you, uh, or do you not think it doesn't matter anymore because they're not going to be there? I think, obviously, like we've said for uh, in the championship predictions, I think any fans in the ground obviously is going to help. But the fact it's a thousand difficult, especially in a biggish stadium, and they're obviously all going to be spread out. It'd be interesting how how that would have looked, but. Yeah, disappointing that there isn't any going to be in now, but they'll just have to get on with it. 
Yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see how that works when they do get back into the cake arm. Go on then, uh, score predictions for this one. Hull City versus Crew. 2-0, Hull. Very yeah. confident. Ollie, go on then as the neutral. I think Crew might keep a clean sheet with Jaskalainen in goal if he's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we spoke about him uh, last time out. Uh, right, moving on swiftly then to Stadium MK. Uh, MK Dons host Lincoln. Um, are these two teams looking at mid-table or do you think after Lincoln's comfortable win, well, maybe not comfortable, maybe that's a little bit harsh on Oxford, but big win over Oxford uh, that they will push on this season? Well, I think when you talk about, you know, big win against Oxford, you know, Oxford, like we said, were a team that got the playoffs and just missed out on the final by the skin. Of, well, you know, they got to the final but missed out by the skin of their teeth, really, didn't they? So, um it was so that would be a good win for Lincoln. So you could expect them maybe that to fill them with confidence. Um, MK also winning, but um, not getting as many goals as probably they would have liked. But so it might be a closer game than we think. But mid table, maybe you know, I think Lincoln may be able to push for a playoff spot. But other than that, yeah, you're probably better at mid table or top half potentially. Yeah, MK Don's only got a point. Uh... Last week, they won in the EFL trophy, though. Um, for them, again, same question as like Doncaster. What's seen a success this season? Probably top half, mate. You know, I think they're a team that have obviously been, you know, League Two, League One for a long time. Um, but if they could probably just push higher up the table again, then it just puts them in good stead maybe for next season to try and influence some players to sign, maybe build the club from there. Yeah. Um, score predictions for this one, then. I think I'll I think I'll probably go Lincoln. Probably, I'd go Lincoln two now. Yeah, I can get behind that one. Uh, Jack, you in agreement? Yeah, I was going to say Lincoln. Then obviously, who they played last weekend? Oxford. They host Sunderland. Another tough game for Oxford. This it's quite. A, yeah, they lost the playoff final. And they've had quite a tough start to life back in League One. Yeah, sometimes we see teams after not getting out of the league with losing in the playoff final, sometimes struggling the start of the next season. Obviously, Oxford are showing signs of that this year. But, yeah, it's been an interesting game because last year these two were, well, you'd have imagined Oxford were seeing the playoffs. Sunderland were around, around there for most of the season. But, yeah, you'd expect Sunderland to come down wanting to get uh, three points on the board. Obviously, just getting a, a draw last week. I think they're going to want to kick on. So I think they'll come down with confidence, especially seeing Oxford's recent results. Yeah, I mean, Oxford haven't actually won a game since going on a run of five, which ended on the 7th of March. Since then, they haven't actually won any games. Two draws against Portsmouth, a defeat against Wickham, um, a draw and going through on penalties against Wimbledon and then losing to Watford on penalties. Um, I mean, they beat the Chelsea under-21s, but that's the only positive to take for them. Is it? Is it about patience as they settle back in after their kind of hangover? Yeah, I mean, it's only a game in at the end of the day. I mean, you need to give them time. I'm sure that they'll eventually kick on and get up in, in and around the playoff spots like there was last year. But it'll definitely be a disappointing season for them if they don't um, show signs of what they did last year. Yeah, um, Sunderland then, um, probably disappointed to only to come away with a point against Bristol Rovers. 
um, even though they did get that point late on. Um, 8-1 win against the Aston Villa under-21s. Uh, where do we see this going for them? Yeah, I think, obviously, uh, Phil Parkinson in charge. I think he's got a decent squad for this level, I think. He would have been disappointed not to start off with a win at home uh, last week. But, yeah, I think they'll go down to Oxford with confidence. I think they'll go put on a performance and I think they'll come away with three points at the end of it. OK. Um, go on then, score predictions for this one. Sunderland 2-1. Yeah, I'll go Sunderland 2-0. Oh, the U's fans aren't going to be happy with that one. Uh uh, they still wait for their first win, well, even their first point of the campaign, if our boys are right. Uh, next then to the Western Home Stadium, also known as London Road. Peterborough host Fleetwood, two teams that were at the right end of the table last season. Are we expecting the same from this season? Um, probably, yeah. I mean, it wasn't an ideal start for Peterborough, was it? Um, but I think losing Tony potentially might affect the team, maybe, but... I wouldn't say that they wouldn't be anywhere, you know, other than at least playoff positions. Um, so I just think that, you know, quality started to Peterborough and they probably could have gone up realistically last year. Same with Fleetwood, you know, Fleetwood got to the playoffs, obviously didn't go to plan in the playoffs. They lost quite heavily over the two legs. So um, I'd still expect them to be there, but it might just be slightly different with the lack of, you know, quality players they may, may have lost. But it would have brought one or two in, so it might be you know a good, good season for them. Um, yeah, Peterborough two 0 defeat to Accrington last time out. Um, is it important important they rectify that straight away? Well, they'd need to. I think that I wouldn't necessarily say they'd be in, in trouble if they don't, but you know it would be quite surprising should they be you know still towards the bottom after the first two weekends. Is a team like that you'd expect to be the other end of the table after the two weekends? So. Um, yeah, vitally important for them. Cool. Um, short but sharp on this one. Who are we expecting to come out on top? Do you know, I'm going to go Fleetwood. I'll go Fleetwood one now. Um, even though Peterborough probably need the win more, so um, I just think Fleetwood might snatch it from. Uh, I'll go Peterborough one now for me. All right. Happy days. Um, next then um, to the new Meadow, uh, Shrewsbury host Northampton Town. Um, Again, two sides that will probably be battling for safety come May. Yeah, I mean, obviously Northampton getting promoted last year. They'll always be, the promoted teams, the majority of them will always just be looking to try and stay in the league. And I think, obviously, Shrewsbury probably will be battling down that end of the table as well. Um, so it'll be an in- interesting game. I feel like... Uh, Shrewsbury might might just have the edge at home but yeah obviously Northampton have, have the ability the momentum like we say for many teams sometimes it's, it's quite strange and we get a few results early doors um, so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens um, For Shrewsbury um, not a bad start to the season for them I mean they've only picked up a point but they put three past Borough still came off on the losing side and held on for a point against Portsmouth. So, two good sides they've given a run for their money. Do we expect them to continue that? Yeah, I think obviously, like you said, there some decent uh, performances uh, at the start of the season. I think that, that'll only give them some confidence 
uh, especially playing a, a new Mike team and at home, I think they'll believe they can go get their first win of the season. Um, for Northampton then, um, two all draw to start their league campaign against Wimbledon, but then in the week got a 4-0 thumping off Bristol City. Um, do you think that midweek affair will have any kind of effect on them or do you think they'll just crack straight on? Uh, I think they'll just crack on. I don't think you can read too much into losing against a, a team in the league above. I don't think they'll be too disheartened from that. Uh, go on then, score predictions for this one. Shrewsbury, um, 2 1. Yeah, I was going to say Shrewsbury 2 1 as well. Shrewsbury picking up their first three points of the season then. Um, and then finally on a Saturday, because there's one game coming on the Sunday, uh, we go to Wigan against Gillingham. Um, Wigan, as we say time and time again, assets stripped a bit. Um, facing a Gillingham side who managed a top half finish last season. Is this going to be another tough game for Wigan? Well, both teams need to win. You know, they both lost and they're both the, like, probably the wrong end of the table. Like you said, you know, Gillingham the top half. Wigan have just come down, but... I think the amount of players they have lost maybe is costing them a bit. Um, I wouldn't. I hope they're not down there by the end of the season. But like you said, you know, it's um, it's these sort of games, you know, especially Gilling, we're probably going to push for a top half uh, place at least. They're going to have to win. And I know we're going to have just um, signed like Hibernian winger on loan, but it's not the same sort of team that they had, is it? So. No, definitely not. They had some real quasi championship players in there. Um, I mean, for them, where where do they hit the ground running? Can they hold on for a point here? Would that be seen as a success? Or would they still be disappointed having reached the heights they did last season? I, th- I think they'd be disappointed, you know, but I think it's a completely different team almost. So it's like they're about to do a complete rebuild, especially with everything that's gone on. Um, it's just been struggling times at the club. So like you said, with a, with a different team, maybe a point would be good enough for them at this stage. But it's, it'd be sad to see if they're not going to be pushing to go straight back up. Yeah, John Sheridan's definitely got his work cut out. Um, for Gillingham, I mean, they've got Steve Evans at the wheel. Um, I mean, he knows how to get sides promoted. I mean, he managed to get Rotherham up the championship several years ago uh, when they were underdogs. Can he do the same for, for Gillingham? Um, yeah, probably be a big task, you know. Being a, a relatively small club and that to go to the championship, probably you know a Luton Town size sort of thing. But um, you know if they can continue to improve, like you said, top half finish last season, um, and they got a chance. But at the minute they're the wrong end of the table to be thinking about that. So they need to get a few wins under their belt and get a good bit of momentum going and develop the team spirit. Yeah, definitely. Um, go on then. Who's coming out on top in this one? I'll go one all. Jack? Um, on a back Wigan, I want to say uh, 1-0 Wigan. Gillingham will pile last week. Interesting. OK. Uh, obviously, yeah, Jack, obviously you watched uh, Gillingham's 2-0 defeat to Hull. On to Sunday then, uh, just the one game at 3 o'clock from Spotland. Uh, Rochdale host Portsmouth. Rochdale coming uh, off second best against Swindon. And Portsmouth 0-0 with Shrewsbury. Also picked up a point on the opening day, but a 4-0 defeat midweek. Can we see 
I mean, personally, I didn't think they played that badly uh, against Brighton. You guys said you didn't see it. Do you think there could be any sort of knock-on effect from that, or do you think they'll just return to league action as per normal under Kenny Jacket? Yeah, I think I think obviously if they you um what you saw of it, you thought they played relatively well. I think um, even though they lost four, I think they'll take confidence from that playing a, a, a local. Local rivalries, uh, as such, um, but yeah, obviously they'll be wanting to kick on in the league. Um, people are ex- well, we expect them to be uh, pushing up the top end of the table by the end of the season. They'll be uh, looking to get their first first win on the board, obviously uh, after drawing last week, and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they perform. Yeah, uh, for Rochdale, I mean, personally, I see this season ending in relegation for them. I don't know about you two. Yeah, um, obviously, they they've lost they lost their like star young right back to Wolves, didn't they? I don't I don't think he's still back on loan there, is he, Luke Matheson? No, he's gone now. Um, yeah, so we sort of expect them, like you say, to be down around the relegation zone but yeah it'd be interesting to see where they end up by the end of the season yeah I mean can they rely on the experience of anyone like Paul McShane that they've got in their squad or do they need to bring some quality in before the window closes Um, I think that definitely every team would always be looking to improve the squad but I think um, everyone loves Paul McShane I mean it's always always solid at the back, and I think League One definitely is a solid player. I know he's getting on a bit now, but yeah, uh, yeah, it can always help the team. Sometimes that experience is. I mean, you say everyone loves Paul McShane, but the Irish guy on HITC obviously doesn't. I don't know if you've seen his uh, his content, but he's he's not a big fan of Paul McShane. Um, I mean, they've got. Gavin Bazunu, I'm hoping I've said that uh, right, on loan from Man City in goal. He's meant to be quite good. And they've got Ollie Rathbone as well, who Hull were after at one point. I mean, can they look to either of those guys? Or, yeah, I still think they need to bring some quality in if they want to stay in the division. Yeah, I mean, what I've what I've read, like, um, from, like, some of them, uh, sorry, Rochdale fans, when we were linked to Ollie Rathbone, they were, like, sort of down the line of if they lose him they're basically bottom of the league that they think they're going to end up at the end of the season so sounds like they've only really got him as their main asset like to at least try and create something and get them some points on the board so yeah be interesting to see if he ends up leaving by the end of the transfer window and then see if they've added anyone yeah I mean that's a, that's a big responsibility for him though he's only 23 in there they're pinning all their hopes on him, but good luck to them. No, I, think no. they'll, I think they'll end up bottom anyway. Um, score predictions for this one? Um, I'll say Portsmouth um, 2 0. Ollie, what do you reckon? I'll go Portsmouth 1 0. Cool, quality. Right, that is it for League One. Um, so we will shift down a league into League Two.
Right, uh, first stop then, Brunton Park, uh, Carlisle versus Southend. Carlisle coming to this off the back of a 3-0 loss to Cambridge. Southend come in after a 4-0 loss from Harrogate. Um, personally, I'm expecting Southend to lose this one. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, it's the battle of the losers. I mean, it's not the best, wasn't the most ideal start for both teams, but I can't really see Southend moving from that position for the majority of the season. Yeah, I was talking to my mate who's a Southend fan um, in the week, and he says uh, they're basically being hamstrung by a dodgy owner who's not paying a tax bill. And Jack, you know what it's like to have your club crippled by a by a dodgy owner. Yeah, I mean, I because I think there's a difference between our owners and some owners. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of bad things that our owners have done, but we've never been put in a position like the Berries or Macclesfields or Wiggins, etc. Like, that's one thing we can always be grateful for. But, yeah, it's never a good time when your owners are not, not doing anything to help you. And it's always a surprise why, considering it's their business. Yeah, luckily I've never had to experience that at Reading, which I'm I'm very grateful for. We had one guy disappear off the back of um, some fraud and ended up in jail in Russia, Anton Zingarevich. But yeah, other than that, we've been we've been pretty solid. Um, are we expecting Southend to lose this one? Um, score predictions. I mean. I think Carlisle might get a 1-0, but I can easily see it being a draw. Yeah, fair enough, too. Uh, Not the best team facing off there. Let's move on uh, then to the JobServe Community Stadium, uh, also known as the Colchester Community Stadium. Uh, Colchester United against Bolton. Two teams we'd expect to be at the right end of the table come the end of the season. Well, yeah, obviously, Colchester, they got the playoffs, didn't they? And I think they bottled it in the second leg. And then obviously Bolton got relegated with everything that happened. So both teams, will, like you said, will be looking to be up there again. Um, I'd like to think Bolton would bank straight back up. And hopefully they can do. You know, they've signed, like we said before, you know, we signed, they signed Owen Doyle, who's the top scorer. Hopefully he can score a few more for them. Yeah, I mean, they faced a quality side last time out in Forest Green. They faced another one in Colchester. So they need to show development from week one to week two to pick up points here. Yeah, definitely. Like I say, you know, it's a tough league, league two. You know, the went so probably only a handful of teams that you could say aren't good enough. I think a lot of the rest of the team probably, you know, first to about seventeenth or so is probably pretty even. So um, yeah, it's going to be a tough game. Like you said, like we said, you know, Colchester up there last season. They'll be looking to do it again, and. They need to get a good result back as well after you know, only gathering a point last time out. Um, score predictions for this one then? I'll prob- I'd like to say Bolton, but I'd probably say Colchester actually. I'll probably go Colchester 1 0. Jack, you agree with that or are you going to back Bolton? Um, yeah, I can see you all winning Targa Bolton 1 0. Fair enough, right. Uh, Let's move on quickly then. Crawley Town versus Scunthorpe. Um, Crawley lost 2-0 to Port Vale. Scunthorpe picked up a point against Newport. I mean, Scunthorpe coming into this in a better place, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, obviously showing fight to uh, come back and get that point. Um, 
quite a disappointing start to the season. Um, you can Scunthorpe will probably have more more confidence going into the game, although Crawley will be wanting to pick up um some points at home. But yeah, Scunthorpe definitely be more confident going into this. Are we expecting mid-table obscurity for these two come May? Yeah, I'd, I'd imagine so. I can't see obviously Scunthorpe's near where I live at home, so we sort of hear about them quite a bit. Yeah, I don't think they've really got the resource, resources to um, be spending to get the push any further up than mid-table. Yeah. Um, who's coming out on top in this one, then? Uh, I'd probably say uh, Scunthorpe 2-1. Cool, yeah. 1-0. Cool. But all of us are back in Scunthorpe for that one, then. Uh, next, on to uh, St. James's Park. Not the big one, the little one. Uh, Exeter host Port Vale. Exeter uh, coming into this on a point. Port Vale coming into this on three points and third in the table. Um, again, two teams that will be pretty close to each other come the end of the season. I know. Um, Exeter seemed to fall at the last hurdle again um, last season, didn't they? Um, that very disappointing for them. And, you know, it's going to be like how many chances that they're going to get before it'll happen or if it does happen, you know, they might have had their last chance. But Port Vale, you know, definitely had the perfect start and definitely a good um, push now for the next few games. I'm not saying the Exeter won't be a tough game, but it's definitely, you know, if they can win a game like that, then they'd be looking very confident for the rest of the season. Um, who do we see coming out on top in this one then? Um, I I think, I think Exeter will win, but if Port Vale win, then they might start growing as a promotion and um, hopeful. But I'll, probably, I'll, I'll go one all, but it could go either way. But. Oh, he's sitting on the fence. Go on then, Jack. How do you see this one going? Uh, I feel like you said, uh, like I said, it could, could see the team, but I think um, Exeter for me, 2-1. Um, Fair enough. Uh, he's back in Exeter. I rate John Askey as a manager, so I'm going to go with Port Vale. So, Real split on that one. Um, next up then, the new Lawn Forest Green, an impressive win against Bolton. They now host Bradford, another tough ask for them. Uh, can we see them coming off with another three points in this one? Yeah, I think obviously Forest Green, um, confident going to what people people would imagine Bolton last week being the title favourite probably, and they'll take a lot of confidence going away then coming away with three points and obviously Bradford not the best a uh, couple of games obviously losing to Lincoln 5-0 in the cup as well isn't going to help their confidence anymore so yeah and obviously Forest Green at home I think that'll obviously give them another boost I think yeah they'll have a lot of confidence Again it's, it's, an, it's another game with two sides we're predicting to be close together it shows the nature of League 2 how close it can be um, who's coming out on top in this one? I think Forest Green 2-0 for me. I'll go Forest Green 3-0. Oh, blimey. Okay, comfortable it's looking then uh, for Forest Green. Uh, let's move on to Blundell Park then. Groomsby hosts Salford. Salford a bit like Forest Green coming out of the woodwork over the last couple of years and now challenging to get up to League One. Um Grimsby lost last time out. Can Salford take advantage of that, take three points and kick on? 
Well, you know, Salford's hardly had the perfect start, you know, only gathering a point last week. So they'll be looking to get the first win of the season in the league. Um, you know, like you said, the, the rise um, they've had through the leagues over the past like six years or so, since the money has come in, has been pretty astronomical. So clearly the next step would be to get to League One. I think they have made a few signings which could um, facilitate that. But, you know, if they can get some more points on, on the board, it'd be putting them in a better position. Well, let's score predictions. Do we think they're going to get those points on the board? Yeah, I'll go um, 2-1 Salford. Uh, Jack? Um, yeah, I'll go uh, 2-0 Salford. Uh, class of 92 will be happy then. Um, next then, Harrogate, a thumping win for them. 4-0 on the opening day. Um, they host Warsaw at the Keepmoat Stadium. Um, obviously, not playing at their ground at the minute while the artificial turf is being taken out. Um, can the table toppers make it two from two? I think they definitely can, and I think they'll they'll believe they can. I think they might have shot themselves um, getting going away and scoring four last week. Uh, mind you, although it was at South End, I think. They'll obviously take a lot of confidence on that, being new into the league. Um, yeah, I think they could, they can still, I think they could have a decent start. I think they could kick on. I think they, could, they have the ability to go and win the game. And, like, they didn't play badly against West Brom either. I mean, they lost 3-0 in the end. But against Premier League opposition for a newly promoted Football League club, that's a pretty good result in my book. Yeah. Because there's been teams that have been in the same league as Premier League teams that have been thumped by way more than that. And, yeah, I think that's another thing that will give them a lot of confidence. Um, Warsaw will be pushing towards the playoffs. Is this the kind of game they need to win to make a statement if they want to get into the top seven? Yeah, I mean, they'll be looking at Harrogate, obviously, like fair play to them, the way they've started the season. But, They'll be looking at the newly promoted side. We need to try and go there and get the win. That would have been one of the games they would have probably imagined as an easy win, but obviously no game's easy in this league. And Yeah, so I'd say yeah, they need to go and, go and win the game. Uh, score predictions for this one, then. Uh, I'm going to back Harrogate, localist team. I'm going to say... Um, 2-1. Yeah, I like that. Back in the back in the underdog, Ollie. I'm going 2-0 Harrogate. 2-0 Harrogate. Go on. I like that. Back in Harrogate. I like that. Um, next, then, off to the Brayer Group Stadium, also known as Brisbane Road. Uh, Leighton Orient host Mansfield. Um, two sides that will be looking to progress after last season. Uh, who do we... Yeah, how do we see this game going? Um, it's a strange one, really, because, you know, a year or two ago, Mansfield were in the playoffs and only just missed out to Newport County. Leighton Orient have been a team that played in League One in the past previous years before they went down to the National League. So, um, both teams that could get to that position, I believe. Um, I would like to see Leighton Orient get there after everything that happened with Justin Edinburgh over a year ago. So, it'd be nice to see them get promoted off the back of what he built. Um but yeah, I think it could be a tough game. 
Um, you've summed that up quite well, so uh, we'll just move straight into a score prediction to this one then. Orient versus Mansfield. Um, I think I'll give Leighton Orient the win just based on home advantage. I'll probably go like a 1-0 or a 2-1 or something like that. Uh, Jack? Yeah, 1-0 Leighton Orient. Back in Leighton Orient to pick up three points then. Uh, Moving on again to the Globe Arena. Um, Morecambe hosts Cambridge. Uh, Morecambe come into this having won uh, in the league last weekend and beating Oldham in the second round of the Cup. Um, Cambridge lost in the second round of the Cup but had a comfortable 3-0 win over Carlisle. Um, are we shot by Morecambe picking up three points last weekend? Do you think it's a return to normality this weekend? Um, maybe. It's obviously... Uh, whenever now teams are going to start the season and I think they'll obviously take confidence from the fact they've they've started the the season with a win Um, but yeah they'll probably look at Cambridge as um, a tougher game and yeah like you said they might um, come back start coming back down the table um, in the next few games yeah, I mean, I rate Derek Adams. So I think he's a quality manager, but uh, there's only so far you can take a club like Morecambe, I think, until they really properly expand. And yeah, um, score predictions then? Um, Cambridge two one for me. I'll go Morecambe one nil. Yeah, I reckon I can. Oh, Ollie, you're going with Morecambe one nil. Yeah, mate. There's always going to be a shock, isn't there? Interesting, I like it. I'll back Cambridge as they won quite comfortably last time out. I think they might be in quite a good place. Next then, Rodney Parade, Newport County host Barrow. Obviously, two teams that picked up a point um, on the opening day. Um, Barrow will just be looking to pick up as many points as quickly as possible, won't they? Well, yeah, I think they might be a team that can that will be looking to just cement their place in League 2 next season as well, you know. You know, like you said, newly promoted team. Um, I th- yeah, I think if anything they can take, you know, in an away game to a team that will be looking to get promoted, it'll be a good result, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, what do Newport need to get across the line with promotion? They came close um, two seasons ago and then fell away last season <laughs> after a good start. What do they need to push on in your eyes? I think it's just consistent play, really. Like I think they're, they're probably a bit like a QPR of the League Two, where their consistent performance aren't really that good. So I think if they can pull it together and get some more wins, some more points consistently over a few games, then they might have a stand a better chance. But you know, having a good run and then a poor run isn't going to get them anywhere. Yeah, a bit like Bristol City as well in the Championship, win five and then lose five. Um, score predictions for this one then. Um, I'll go. I'll go two nil Newport. Yeah, I'll, I'll go two one Newport. Oh, Mike Flynn will be a happy boy come six o'clock on Saturday then. Um, and then Stevenage uh, host Oldham at the Lamex Stadium. Um, two sides that were very poor and very disappointing last season. Uh, can either of them push on this this time out? Uh. I'm not sure. Not not Stevenage for me. I mean, obviously last year very very poor. Um, like we said before, lucky to 
have stayed in the league and yeah, I can't really see anything changing too much for them this year. Yeah, um, Steam has come into the game in a better position, unbelievably, having picked up a point against Barrow. But is that because they played Barrow in their first Football League fi- fixture? Is that the only reason they picked up a point? I think I think that's the main reason. You've got to say, I think, obviously, like you said, Barrow coming in their first their first game. Um, oh, it's probably going to be a bit on edge, sort of seeing what the game the game start in a higher league is going to be like and yeah like I said I don't think you can see much uh, going to be much progress from Steven this year yeah score predictions then um, I think it's 1-0 Oldham 1-0 yeah, Oldham Harry Peel's first win uh, Ollie sorry I spoke over you there that's right 2-0 Oldham for me Oldham, Harry Kiel picking up his first win then in charge of the Latics. Finally then for League Two, we're off to Prenton Park. Uh, relegated Tranmere host uh, last year's playoff finishers, uh, Cheltenham Town. This could be quite a good game, couldn't it? Yeah, I think both teams that need to start picking up the points if they're going to have any chance of, well, one staying in the League and two pushing up the table, really. Um, Tranmere are probably going to be a team that will want to get back up to League One. Um, I think they signed a couple, one or two players that might help them facilitate that. And Cheltenham again were a team that um, got the playoffs last year, so both teams will need to pick up points in order to be at the right end of the table come the end of the season. Yeah, Tranmere a goalless draw against Mansfield for their point. Uh, Cheltenham lost to Morecambe. They also have lost to Newport in the EFL Trophy and to Millwall in the second round of the Cup. Um, could Cheltenham struggle this season? They are quite a small club. They're in the National League as mm. recently as 2015-16. Yes, I know. I, well, I, as a matter of fact, I was at the uh, game that they lifted the title at the National League. That's a different story. Um, I think, personally, for a team that were in the playoffs, they should be, or they hope to be there again. But like you said, they might struggle. You know, players come and go. So, you know, we'll have to see what happens. But in terms of predicting the score, I think I'd probably go for a Tramier win. Yeah, I'll probably go to Chamonix away as well. Cool, right. Uh, that's the last game. Um, quickly, before we go, obviously, uh, you boys will have seen uh, the news that Macclesfield were wound up this week. What is your What is your reaction to that? It's obviously not ideal, is it? And the fact clubs are being wound up over 500 grand and there's teams that are close to them that can afford that money, can just could learn that to them if needs be. Like that's just a bit more than like an Arsenal like Mesut Ozil's wages a week. So it's like any like bigger team could support that these lower clubs. Do you think the EFL have a responsibility in this because they advocated so strongly for them to be relegated? So Macclesfield missed out on all that uh, prize money, despite actually having quite a decent season. It would have probably seen them stay up in normal circumstances. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I just think, no, didn't they sign somebody as well this week? So I'm not really sure what's happening with that club. Um, no, they've, they've signed like 10 players this summer and they played against Witten Albion uh, on the night it was announced. I don't know if they went into that as their final ever game as a club or whether they're fighting to stay alive because there's no statement on their website or anything. I don't know. It's really strange when I think it's an awful lot of depth for a League Two club to be in. 
Um, yeah, I think if they're going to go into some sort of administration liquidation, then it'll probably be the season that they, you know, they end up down the gutter. Uh, yeah, an interesting one. Uh, if anyone does know what uh, is happening with Macclesfield and wants to let us know, we'd we'd really appreciate it. Um, we'll leave it there, I think, uh, for today. Um, we can talk about Macclesfield more when we have some more information on the situation. Um, boys, thank you very much for joining me. No worries. No worries, man. Um, and we will be back next week reacting to the results uh, from the weekend. Uh, best of luck to all the teams involved. Um, and thank you very much for listening. We will see you uh, next time. Bye-bye.